Yo, people, as promised, we are bringing you an extra chin check this week. And, um, yo, we're breaking down at UFC 250, Nunes v Spencer coming at you from the UFC Apex Center in Vegas. So, sit back. And we're gonna, yeah, basically break down every fight from the early prelims to the main event. So let's see um, how this goes. All right. Okay, people. So this weekend we have UFC 250 from the UFC Apex Center in Vegas. And... The headlining bout, Amanda Nunes against Felicia Spencer for Nunes's, uh, yeah, her featherweight championship belt. You know, um, yeah, Nunes double champion. She's defended both belts, and uh, you know, she has been looking pretty unstoppable of late. But can Spencer, you know, can she come and, yo, uh, cause a huge upset? Which, that's what it would be, right? Uh, so, this is a good card. We've got 12, 12 bouts. Um, I know, I think it's Anik Rogan. I imagine Cormier. But I might be wrong. And we probably most likely got Buffer doing his thing. Um, you know, announcing the show. So, we start off with our early prelims. And we've got Evan Dunnan against Herbert Burns this time. Um, it's a catchweight. Because this fight was only made... I think last week or the week before that. So yeah, it's at a hundred and fifty, hundred and fifty pounds. Um, now it's an interesting one, right? Because you know, Dunnan is clearly the vet, but he is on a two-fight losing streak, and also the big thing. His last fight was September 2018. Yeah, 2018. Man, it's a long ass time ago, right? Um. So yeah, we we've got that, and both of those losses were, um. Yeah, TKOs really, you know, um. So yeah, we 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 have got that. His last win was September twenty sixteen. So yeah, there's 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 been some stuff going on with um Dunnan. Like he was scheduled to fight Michael Johnson um in April this year, but that was cancelled due to you know everything that's been going on. So you have that. Now, on the flip side, um, Burns, the Blaze, he's on a four-fight win streak, okay? Now, you know, 
He's only had one official fight in the UFC. That was a win over Nate, sorry, Nate Landwehr. Um, and that was January this year, right? Uh, so he won that. He um, came to UFC via the Contender Series, which he won with a triangle. Um, and he won two fights before that. In Titan, both also by tr by uh, submission. So, you know, Burns is on a streak, right? He's on a streak. He's fought regularly. You know, so the the two um he had one of the Titan fights and the Contender Series fight were, you know, twenty nineteen. Then he's fought earlier this year. So, you know I me, mean? he's definitely the more active, you know, his brother is Gilbert, who has just been on a tear, and we know, um, you know, that's definitely going to be a boost to him, that's definitely going to be a help, I'm sure he's been training with Gilbert right about now, so I think I'm going to go with um, Herbert, yeah, I think we're going to go with Herbert, um, you know what, I, I, I would say that he is also likely that he might, uh, get a win via submission, you know what I mean, so, um, yes, that's my prediction on that, alright, so next we jump to the light heavyweight division, and we have got Alonzo Manyfield against Devin Clark, okay, so, let us look and uh, see what we're playing with here. So, Devin Clark, he won his last fight, you know. So, that's a good look for the Brown Bear. Um, that fight was against Dequan Townsend. So, it was a decision. Um, you know, Clark has been on a bit of a win-lose, win-lose kind of run, really. The last time he um, put two wins back to back was um, at the end of 2016 and then his next fight in 2017. But yeah, since then, it's just been a, you know, seesaw, 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 oh my gosh, seesaw. So yes, there is that. Now... On the flip side, you know, Menafield, he's on an 11 fight win streak. Yeah, he has been tearing it up, you know. I mean, he has had less fights in the UFC, you know, less fights in the UFC. Um, he had two. Two runs on the Contender Series, though. In between, he had two uh, fights in the LFA. Right? And um, so, officially, he's got two fights in the UFC proper. So, that was against Vinicus Moraria and Paul Craig. Both, <laughs> you know, both came last year. 
both first round stoppages by punches. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think Menafield comes into this fight just, you know, high. He is on a streak, he has been wrecking people, confidence through the roof. And, um, yeah, I would say he probably gets the win because we've seen, you know, we've seen Clark make mistakes. You know, we've seen that he can be very up and down. Um, You know, so there is that. So I kind of feel that Menafield is just going to do his thing. I mean... You know, you can say Clark has got that UFC experience, right? He's been under those bright lights. He's had all of that. But the other thing, right? He has got used to fighting in front of big crowds. Menafield isn't. So, you know, these empty stadiums, I think that's going to... uh, you know, work in his favour too, so yeah, I'm gonna say that Menefield takes that win, probably via stoppage, okay, so our headline fight of the early prelims, it's Juicier Formiga against Alex Perez, and this is a down at flyweight, Okay, so let's um, see what we're playing with, you know. So, for Miga, he's on a two-fight losing streak at the moment. So, uh, yeah, there was Brandon Moreno in his last fight. And Moreno, whoo, he really did. He was streaking in that fight for sure. Uh, That was a decision, and then before that, it was Jose, Joseph Benitez, (laughs) Benavides even, god damn it, Um, and that was via stoppages, the funny thing is, he does have a win over Davison um, Figueredo, you know, so he's fought the two guys challenging for the belt, you know, one one lost the other. Um, yeah, so you know he had been on a streak before um, the Benavides fight. You know he'd won four four fights. He was looking like he could be a contender for the belt, but yeah, it's those you know last two losses. Um, so there's that. Now Alex Perez. He's on a two-fight win streak. Yeah, he's on a two-fight win streak. And he's been doing good. You know what I mean? So he beat Jordan Espinosa in his last fight and Mark De La Rosa before that. Um, yeah, so... Mm, for me, yeah, he's got more fights in the UFC. You know? But, you know, they've both got a similar opposition in Benavides. You know, they both got stopped by him. Um, 
I don't know, Perez, like, he's competent, he's fought some decent guys, you know, Jose Torres, Eric Sheldon, um, you know, both of those dudes are, um, a good, Mark De La Rosa, as mentioned, and Espinosa, so yeah, it's, it's a tough one, right, this, this is going to definitely be a close fight, um, Yeah, so I would say, like, they both fought this year, you know, like, um, probably for Miga, he has fought more recently, you know, um, his last fight was in March, so there's that, but, you know, I, I, yeah, I probably think that Clark... He's riding high, he, he's been, you know, looking really good And he's got the confidence, right? And I think we saw um, Formiga's confidence definitely drop in that Moreno fight You know, he started well, but when Moreno was turning it on Yeah, Formiga seemed to wilt a little um, So yeah, I'm going to go with Perez Alright, and that's the uh, that's the prelims, man Which uh, leads us well into the main prelims Okay, so the main prelims start Yo, this is a good fight Chris Bird against Maki Pitoli uh, And that's at middleweight Alright, so um, Now, looking at yeah, looking at this one, what have we got? Okay, so um Pitoli. He um he lost his last fight, okay? So that was against Callan Potter. Um and that came in October last year. So that was his first fight in the UFC. So he came off the uh, contender series, you know, good fight there. He got a first round um, stoppage. He's also fought in um, in Bellator. Uh, I think it looks like he had one fight there, which uh, you know he won by submission. Um, and looking at a bird. So, Bird, he's lost his last two, you know, he's lost his last two fights, but, you know, it was tough opposition, so the last one was Edmund Shabazian, um, yeah, and that was, whew, I mean, Shabazian just came out and blitzed him, right, uh, and then he lost to Darren Stewart, another, you know I mean, good dude, both of these were, um, well, no, one was last year, and then the other, the Stewart loss was 2018, um, yeah, he won his other UFC fight, um, you know, before, for that, that was 2018, he got to UFC via the Contender Series, and that was in 2017, 
And it was his second contender series uh, fight, you know. Um, yeah, he fought twice on that season. So at the beginning and then at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's fought some, you know, Shabazian and Stewart, definitely tough dudes, right? Uh so it's mm, you know what I mean like they both are on that losing streak as it were but I would probably say Bird has had the stiffer competition so I think it's probably um you know fair to say that Bird might be the better kind of tested dude Think I'm gonna go with Bird on this one, you know. He comes out of a good camp and everything like that. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Bird. Uh, so next we've got Cody Stingman, uh, against Brian Kelleher at um, featherweight. And yeah, this man after hearing the news this is going to be a tough one right so stamen he won his last fight okay which yeah that's a good thing and that was against al aljordo perez um in march last year on the joan smith card um yeah and you know He's got a decent record in the UFC, right? He's won four fights, you know, only lo- only losing one, and that was against Aljamain Sterling, who, you know, <laughs> he, he's just been tearing it up of late, right? So, yeah, it, 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 he's got a good record, He's coming off a win, but we've just kind of found out that his younger brother died, right? You know, recently. So that's that's a tricky one. That's that's a real tricky one. Um oh, you know what? Also, no, I tell a lie, he, his last fight was against Song Yedong um in December last year. Which was a draw. I I feel I feel Stamen did win that fight. Yeah, that was a yeah that was a bit of a dodgy decision. But yes, the, I think the big thing is he's um yeah his young brother died. So I think you know that's gonna that's gonna play on your mind. That's gonna mess with you, right? We've we've seen a lot of people come into fights. With, uh, you know, when relatives have died and it doesn't always go well. Um, and I think the problem for him, he's going against, you know, Boom Kelleher, who's on a two fight winning streak. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, Kelleher beat Hunter Azur, you know, <laughs> just last month, right? Um, and before that, he beat Ode Osborne in January. 
So, yeah, Kelleher is on a, you know, his confidence is riding high. Confidence is riding high. He, you know, he's won by punches and submissions this year. And I think, yes, Stamen, he's, you know, his emotions are just going to be all over the place. Right, you you can say you're focused, you can say, but once those doors shut, it's it's a different kind of story, right? Um, and all it takes at this level is um just a small mistake, just a small mistake, and we've seen Kelleher really capitalize on those things. So yeah, I think I'm going with um Kelleher on this, you know. It's a tough one, but you know, because of all that tragedy, you kind of want Stamen to to do well. But yeah, I just think it's just going to be a a tricky situation for him. You know, hey, yeah, a, a a good thing. This could be a fight of the night. So there is that, right? You know, it's definitely got that potential. Um, so yeah. We now jump to the middleweight division. And we got Ian Heinish against Gerard Morshaw. Which, I mean, I think we do. Because originally Heinish was off. But now he's back in. Uh, because his cornerman had a positive test for COVID. But had another test. And it, I think, you know, the first one was an error. Um, but Heinish didn't test positive, so you know, he's probably going to be fine. This is probably going to be the match. So uh, yeah, let's let's look at this. So Heinish, all right, he's coming off a two-fight losing streak. Um, so his last fight was against Omari Akhmadov. Um, and that was December last year, and then before that, he lost to Derek Bronson August last year, um, yeah, you know, he had been on a bit of a streak coming into the UFC, he won two fights in LFA, contender series, then he'd won two more fights, his first two UFC fights, last one against Shoeface, you know, but uh, yeah, just lost those last two. Um, now more short. He's on a uh, one fight winning streak, right? So he won the last one. Um, that was March this year, and that was against Darren Wynn. Um, he's. Flip-flopped a little bit between wins and losses. You know, lost to Eric Anders. Beat Tevin Giles. Um, yeah, you know, he's he's got a few wins, though. He's got a few wins in the UFC, right? He's been in the UFC since 2016. So there is that. There is that experience. Um I would say though that the Darren Wynn fight I yeah that 
he 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 wasn't plain sailing right that wasn't plain sailing and we have seen him be very up and down he can be a little inconsistent right so there is that so i think i think i might be going with heinish i mean they're both very similar right they they can both be inconsistent we've seen them kind of start off well and then just yeah just completely disappear for big periods of fights so i don't so it's very tricky but yeah i think i'm going to go with heinish with um with this one so then we jump to the main event of the prelims and uh yo this this is a fun fight right so it's um it's at featherweight uh and we've got Chase Hooper against Alex Carrera right so we like you know i think we we've seen Hooper do his thing, the dream, um, he's on a 14 fight win streak, right, so he came to the UFC via the contender series, um, and, you know, from the contender, like, he got a development deal, right, so he got a development deal, he then went to the regional circuit, he got, you know, two wins and a draw there, then he made his way to the UFC and beat Daniel Tamer, ground and pound. And that was a crazy fight. Like, it did not start well at all. Didn't start well at all. But Hooper just, man, he came back. So, we, you know what I mean? We've seen him come back from adversity, come back from adversary, adversity, even, god damn it, uh, which I think he did, that's what he did in the contender series as well, right, but we've seen him, you know, do that, you know, weather that storm, and win, so there is that, now, Caceres, man, he has been in the UFC, Woo! He's been in the UFC for a while, you know? He got there via the Ultimate Fighter Season 12. Season 12! So he's been in the UFC proper since 2011. Man! It's crazy, right? Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Hmm... Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, 2011. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. Right, so he has... Yeah, he's won some. He's lost some. He, he, you know, at one point he did go on a nice little tear. You know, beat Sergio Pettis. Um, you know, but he, he then... You know, he's lost a few... But he is on a one-fight winning streak right now. Uh, 
so it, it's a it's a tricky one right it's a tricky one now we've seen him you know we we we've seen him win via decision um via strikes yo he's pulled off submissions um but he is susceptible to submissions as well right um you know his last loss was uh you know a real quick rear naked to uh Crone Gracie. So I think there's that, right? So it's all kind of dependent on I feel Chase's um jujitsu skills. But I kind of feel the big thing with this fight it's Kazaris's Yo, it's his experience in there, right? It's his experience in there. We've seen him just fight just some great competition, you know? We've seen him fight some real good competition um, and hold his own. And uh, you know what I mean? So, I, I, you know, and... I would say Kazaris has got a good variety of strikes, especially kicks. And I think that's probably going to be a bit too much for Hooper. You know, so, yeah. I think um, that Kazaris is going to get the win. Right? I, I kind of feel that he's probably the underdog as well going in this. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to get the win here. You know, but I do think this is going to be a fun fight. Definitely a fun fight and a good way to bring us into the main card. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This is, a, this is all fun, right? Okay, so this is a really good main card. Yeah. Really good main card and a great fight to start things off. We've got the Sugar Show, Sean O'Malley against Eddie Wineland, the first ever WEC bantamweight. So, yeah, this is 135 pounds. And all right, so let's look at this. So, Wineland, man. You know what I mean? 24, 13, and 1. Yeah. He's coming off a win in his last fight. Um, which, yo, that, it, I mean, it was a good, it was a really good performance. And, yeah, it looked like Wineland from, well, no, I was going to say it looked like, you know, old Wineland, but it didn't even. You know what I mean? Look like he just looked like a completely different kind of a retooled fighter. So that was against Jajori Popoff um, in June last year. You know, it was a second round uh, TKO um, win. Uh, before that, he had lost his last two. But you know what I mean, he, he's not being very consistent, you know, so you just think, he only fought once in 2017, 
once in 2018, and then once last year, 2019, you know, but yeah, he has got a, just a, a, you know, a huge career, you know what I mean, like, his first fight in the UFC was 2011, um, but before that, he'd fought, you know, for a long ass time in the WEC, so there is that, now, I mean, O'Malley, well, <laughs> you know what I mean, he's 16, yeah, 16 fights, he's unbeaten, you know, so, like, in his pro career, he's 11 and 0, so, you know, the 16, that does include the amateurs, but, yeah, he's unbeaten, man, do you know what I mean, um, and his last fight, whoa, his last fight against, you know what I mean, Jose Quinteres, he just looked sensational, sensational in that fight, and we have really seen, I mean, just a, a, just a development of his skills, right, so, um, we know he's got good jiu-jitsu, he fought in, um, you know, Quintet Ultra, got a, uh, a sub against Takamori Go, Gomi in that, um, you know, he, he, you know, he got tapped by Hector Lombardo, um, but, <laughs> you know, you just look at the difference between the two, you know, he got a draw against, uh, Gilbert Melendez, which was decent, but yeah, you know what I mean, we, we've seen so many just skills from this dude, and that last fight, it was um, March this year, so, uh, you know, he's <laughs> hasn't got as many fights as Wineland, you know what I mean, like, we see that, but I just think that, um, yeah, he, he's got just this crazy arsenal, he's been active, you know, even though he was out of MMA for two years, he, you know, he did the grappling and all of that, so I just think that O'Malley, yo, he, he's fresh, he's dynamic, and I think he's possibly just got too much for Wineland, I don't think it's going to be a walkover for him, you know, this is his stiffest competition to date, but I think O'Malley, you know, I mean, he's just a rising star, right? So, yeah, I think he takes this one. So, next up, we jump to the welterweight division. And we've got Neil Magny against Anthony Rocco Martin. So, Magny's 27, sorry, 22 and 7. And Martin is 17 and 5. Um... You know, let's looking at the records. Martin, he won his last fight, which was against Ramazan Emez. Um, that was via decision, and it came in November last year. Um, you know, he did fought. He did fight three times in 2019. Uh, so, it started off with a win against Sergio Marais, which, yo, that was a really good win for him, 
Um, he then lost to Damian Meyer. Um, that was in June. And then, you know, he got the win against Emez in um, November. So he has been, you know, fairly, you know, regular. You know, um, before the Meyer loss, he had won, you know, four fights. So that was um, Kaiti Nakamura, Ryan LaFleur, Jake Matthews, and then Marais. So, you know, he, he's fought some tough guys. He's, it, you know, he's fought about three times every year. So there is that, right? And, you know, we, we know he's good on the ground. He's won by um, stoppage as well. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't say he's a concussive puncher Now, Magni, on the flip, he won his last fight as well Which was a, whoo, that was a great, great fight So that was against Li Jingling um, It was a uh, decision, but Magni looked sensational in that fight um, I think he started off slow, if I remember, but then just, man, I mean, he, he just took over, uh, and that was March, right, so that was March this year, um, he has, you know, before the Jingling fight, he did lose to, um, Ponce Nibio, um, you know, he, he's fought some tough guys He really has He fought some tough guys We've seen him come back from like Crazy, you know, bad situations Like the Hector Lombard fight Right? He looked like he was getting taken out But then just, you know what I mean? Just came back and won by ground and pound. So we've seen him in those tricky situations. He's fought some, you know, he fought Johnny Hendricks, right? He fought um RDA, he fought Lorenz Larkin, Kelvin Gastelin, Eric Silver. He they both fought Damian Meyer. Um but yeah, you know. Like, Magni is, he is a really good fighter, right? So, I think Magni takes it. I think Magni takes it. Also, you know what I mean? Like, Magni has fought the most recently out of the two. And I think that's definitely a good thing for Magni, you know? So, yeah, I think Magni's going to take, um, take that one. So, now... We jump into our bit of our bantamweight kind of unofficial tournament, as it were. So that starts off with Aljamain Sterling against Corey Sanhagen. So Aljo is 18 and 3, and uh, Sanhagen is 12 and 1. Right? Both, going, you could say both. Had a, you know, had an argument for that title shot I think Al Jermaine's is definitely, you know The more um, steadfast of those arguments But Sanhagen, he's on a seven fight win streak 
he is on a seven fight win streak So last fight was, interestingly enough, Rafael Sonsal Which he got a unanimous decision against And that was in August last year He also beat John Lineker um, Mario Batista um, Yuri Alcantara which was a insane fight when you saw the way his arm was, uh, you know what I mean, in that arm bar. God damn it. I think that's definitely when people started to take note of Sanhagen. Um, he, before that, it was Austin Arnett, um, which was his UFC debut. You know, won a couple, his last two fights in the LFA. So, um, yeah, Sanhagen, he is no joke. But, you know what I mean? Sterling, he's won his last four fights. Um, and, yo, again, tough competition. So, his last fight, Pedro Munez, which was June last year. Um, before that, he beat Jimmy Rivera. Then it was Cody Stamen, and before that, Brett Johns. So, um, he did lose to Marlon Moraes, which was that crazy first-round knockout via knee. But, you know, he beat Renan Barrera, which was a just a crazy... You know what I mean? Sterling was just on just amazing form in that fight. He beat Augustus Mendez. Now, the common denominator, he did lose to a Sansal, but that was a split decision, right? Um, and, you know, before that, Brian Carraway, which again, split decision, both of those fights, I mean, you could have said Sterling had won. They were that close. So, you know what I mean? Sterling has definitely had... Um, more UFC fights, right? He made his debut uh, in 2014, right? So, yeah, there is that. Um, I think that, you know, Sterling has definitely fought the tougher of competition. He, um, he's been in there. We, you know, he, he's lost some really just close fights. The, the Marais fight, that was just, uh, you know what I mean, just went the wrong way. It was a flash knockout, you know. So you, and after seeing, you know, the fights Marais has had, hey, you, you, you can't really go, that was a bad loss, you know. So I think this is going to be an incredible fight. Really is going to be an incredible fight. I would have to say, though, that um yeah I, I think Aljamain takes it. I think Aljamain takes that fight. But yeah, I, I think it's gonna be just so much fun. Um then we go to our co-main event, the other Bantamweight fight, and that is Rafael Sansal against the returning Cody Garbrandt. So a Sansal 27 and 7. You know what I mean? Whew, he has been in there for a while. And 
Cody Garbrandt, he's 11 and 3, you know, uh, I think the big thing about this fight is, you know, what Garbrandt are we getting, you know, because, hey, he was on a streak, right, he was on a crazy, just knocking dudes out, but he's lost his last three, now, <laughs> the tough composition, right, so he lost to Pedro Munez, um, and then the two to uh, TJ Dillashaw, one being, you know, where he lost his title, and then he lost the rematch, okay, but before that, man, he was just, man, just on a tear, just on a tear, he had come to the UFC in 2015, um, and he won, what, so, one, two, three, Five fights, then he got a shot at Dominic Cruz, which yo know, we all we all saw him win that fight, you know, which was the first decision one. You know what I mean? Before that, he was just knocking dudes out. But yeah, he he's his concentration has just been all over the place. You can see because you know what I mean, like. He was doing well in all those last three fights. But then it was just those lapses of concentration. Those, you know, where you could see his emotions had taken over. He rushes, got knocked out. Um, so a Sunsau. Man, a Sunsau. He has been around for just... A crazy amount of time. He was in the WEC. So he did his thing there. He came over to the UFC in 2011. That was his first. Uh, you know. First thing. He lost that first fight to Eric Koch. But then just went on a tear. Beating everyone. TJ Dillashaw. Amongst those. He'd beat Pedro Munez. Brian Carraway. But, um, yeah, then lost the rematch to Dillashaw. Uh, went on another, another little run. You know, beating Sterling, um, Marlon Marais, Matthew Lopez, Rob Font. But then he lost the rematch to Marais. And he lost to Cody, um, Corey Sanhagen in his last fight. So, man... This, you know what I mean, this is a tough one, right? So they, they're both on losing streaks. Both on losing streaks. Um, but, you know, Cody has been knocked out in those last three. So there is that. But coming into this, we're, we're hearing that, you know, Garbrandt, he, he's got, you know, he's been working on that mental side of things. And he is refocused. He's been training with, you know, a different team. He's still Alpha Maldo, but he's been training with a different team, you know, just to get some 
um, you know, some better sparring in to work on that mental side of things. So it kind of depends on what Cody we're getting. If Cody has got a grasp on that, you know, mental aspect, I think he wins it. If he hasn't, he's he's going to lose, right? There's no half-stepping in this one. There's any mistake, and Asansa will capitalise on that. But, but, I think, I think Cody's going to take it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say that he has got his mind right, and he's ready for war. <laughs> As uh, you know, Memph Bleak once said. So uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be an interesting fight, though. So um, now, huh, man, now we get to the main event: Amanda Nunes. The GOAT against Felicia Spencer. So Nunes 19 and 4. Spencer 8 and 1. So clearly, look, Nunes has fought the who's who in female MMA, really. And Spencer, she's kind of, you know, she's newer to the game. We know that. And um, yeah, you know, it's can Spencer, you know what I mean, pull off the upset, right, so in her last fight, you know, she's got a, she's on a one fight winning streak, um, that last, you know, the loss was to Chris Cyborg, right, um, her last fight was against Zara Farim, um, which, yeah, she just won that with a plum, really, just ground and pound in that first round, she got the um, submission victory over Megan Anderson in her UFC debut. She was the Invicta, um, you know, flyweight champion. You know, she won all of her uh, five fights in Invicta. And that's where she'd made a pro debut. Um, so, yeah, you know, she she's fought some tough girls. She's definitely fought some tough girls. But. She just hasn't fought that same competition as Nunes. And, you know, yeah, Spencer, she, she's good at jiu-jitsu. But Nunes is a black belt as well. You know what I mean? Um, and Nunes, 10-fight winning streak for the Lioness. And, yeah, we have seen her just... Man, if you look at the last people she's fought... Jermaine Durandame, Holly Holm, Chris Cyborg, Raquel Pennington, Valentina Shevchenko, Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, Shevchenko again, Sarah McMahon, Shayna Blazer. Um, last loss was to Kat Zingano, um, where, yeah, it was conditioning, really, and just... Cat's determination to just not give up. But, um, you know, she made her UFC debut in 2013 against Sheila Graff. Um, then that was her first fight against Aranda May um, that she uh, won via stoppage that time. But, yeah, she is, 
you know, she's just fought the who's who. And I think she's just going to be too much for Spencer. Because, you know, she has won by stoppage. And she's won by um, submission. You know, she's got a good few submissions. Rear naked chokes, you know. Um, yeah, so, you know what I mean? She she is, She has done it all. She has done it all. And I, you know, she also came from Invicta. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just don't think that, um, I don't think Spencer has got enough in her arsenal to uh, beat um, Nunes. I do, I do think that it's good that Spencer is uh, just, you know, she's a straight up. Flyweight, you know, she can't make bantamweight, which Nunes can, so, yeah, she's not gonna be, you know, I mean, she's not a blown up, uh, smaller fighter, so, there is that, but, yeah, I just think Nunes, she hits too hard, her attack variety is just, you know, she can bring anything at you, and she, her confidence is just through the roof. You know what I mean? Um, that her and Nina are just about to have a, a a baby, so she's happy, she's confident, and she's the goat people. So yeah, I think Nunez wins this, and um, I think she'll. I think she's gonna stop Spencer. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I think. So um hey I think it's it could be interesting but yeah you know I just don't see Nunes losing but that's that's it people that's the predictions I think this is going to be a great card and I cannot wait to watch it so uh yeah let's see what happens all right cool okay people so yeah I wonder how it's all going to turn out right I wonder if I can, for once, maybe get a clean streak on the predictions, or at least, you know, more wins than losses, but we'll, we'll see come Sunday, right, um, now, there's been a bit of news, you know, in the last few days, um, oh, Takiei, um, Mizaki, he has retired, you know, um, yeah, he's been fighting for a long ass time, right? Um, but yeah, he's decided to uh, hang it up. Um, you know, fight wise, yeah, we we've got a few fights that look like um, you know they're gonna get made. Um, oh, what would be the first? So Carla Esparza. It looks like she might be fighting Marina Rodriguez in, um, I think it's, I think she might be on the July the 18th card. Um, yeah, and on that card, we got Kelvin Gastelin against Jack Manson. That's going to be a good fight. You know what I mean? That's going to be a good fight. Um, now, 
Tyrone Woodley is saying that he's supposedly accepted a fight against Kobe Covington and Covington is saying that he is ready to get back in there so hey maybe that is a fight that's going to be coming to us um, at some point soon I mean who knows right we've got um Livia Renato Souza against Ashley Yoda on the 15th of August uh, we've also um, you know we, we've also it seems like we're gonna get um, Julia Avila against Gina Maran- Mazane on the 13th of June um, you know, it was meant to be Carol Rosa, but uh, you know, she's had to um drop out, but yeah, well, that's still a good fight. Um, I think there's another fight that, yep, that's it. Austin Hubbard against Joe Shaleco, uh, that looks to be um coming on the 20th of June. Um, and the Shogun Rua um, Little Nog fight, their third encounter, that is scheduled for um, sometime in July. So that's going to be a Fight Island affair. And hey, it sounds like Fight Island is going to um, open its doors 27th of June. That's what Dana is saying. So uh, we'll have to wait and see, right? But uh, yeah, people, that's it for this episode. So um, hey, we'll be back next week to um, look about, talk about that what happened on um, you know, Saturday night with uh, these crazy ass fights. So until then, hey, enjoy the action, and we will uh, speak to you next week. All right, peace.